Cinnabuds is brought to you by Associated Bank and Steinhoffel. Cinnabuds, Cinnabuds, two buddies talking about cinema. Hey, two buddies talking about cinema. I am buddy number one. I'm Justin Barney from 88.9 Radio Milwaukee. I'm Christopher Pollard. I'm from Milwaukee Film. And today we are talking about the Milwaukee-made film, Give Me Liberty. When I was your age, I had plenty of ambition. Why don't you have any? Big, pick up the radio. Answer me. Where are you? I should be there in time. I'll be there soon. They need to go to the grocery store. You. They have to go to dialysis. You. They have to get home. It's you. Give Me Liberty is having its debut. Yeah. This premiere. Premiere. On uh, this Thursday at the Oriental Theater. That's right. And then there's a second screening of it. Yeah, there's going to be another screening on Saturday, which will also have the filmmakers in attendance. Uh, the Thursday one, sadly, is sold out because Milwaukee comes out. Happily sold out. Yeah. Thank you for showing up. But Saturday, we'll also have uh, filmmakers in attendance, and we will have more screenings of it after that, but those are the only two up right now. And this this movie uh, was filmed in Milwaukee. It was written in Milwaukee. Yeah. And a uh, ton of Milwaukee people involved behind the scenes and in front of the scenes. In front of the scenes? In front of the scenes? And yeah. before that, the premiere on Thursday, we got to watch it in the privacy of our own homes. Yeah. Um, Cape Holly. What is it about? It's about a medical transport driver who brings people uh, to different locations. He's just helping people get around. And he We're is having him? a chaotic day. Yes, we're following him on his day, and he yeah. helps a lot of people out, and sometimes his help gets in the way. Yeah. And sometimes his help is great. And, and sometimes, sometimes things get in the way of his help. <laughs> yes. It's like on IMDb, it says, in this freewheeling comedy, this movie is kind of funny, but yeah. it was definitely, it's not a freewheeling comedy. I mean, I think literally freewheeling because he's driving yes. a van. Maybe the, they're being a little bit on the nose. Maybe. IMDb. But, uh, yeah, it is. there is a lot of humor in it, but it's also very touching and it's very human. Um, it's about interaction with people. I said it was like it was a lot of the chaos of dealing with other people and then the moments, the brief moments where you connect with those people mm. is kind of how I felt it was summed up. And it was frustrating, like seeing all the things come in his way, get in his way, and then – Kind of later when you see people actually connect a little bit here and there, you're like, oh, that was worth it for that. It was so frustrating yeah. because it's like this, he is driving these people and because they need him, yeah. they depend on him and he is trying to go as fast as he can. And uh, everybody that he's trying to help out has to move at a, at a slower pace than him. Right. They have they have things that they need from him and that they need to do. And so it's like you see him trying his best to move yeah. as fast as he can and, uh, you know, having to deal with the reality of being in the situations that are just taking yeah. up time. So it was like you felt for him, but you also felt for the people. Yeah. And the dialogue was so natural. Yeah. And the acting with using actors that have largely never been in any other roles other than this were yeah. fantastic. Yeah, I want to, so I definitely want to highlight the actors in the movie. The, some of the most is really quality, naturalistic acting, and even the non actors that you could, t- you know, when they a film use non actors, there's a different vibe. And this was a mix, but they the, even the non actors that you could tell were non actors 
were so natural and perfect for that role. Unbelievable. The the man who kind of bookends the film in the he's sitting in bed and he's kind of talk giving advice at the Unreal. beginning. Unreal. And then at the end. Unreal. Just he just listening to him was so great. Like this is a perfect I was like, bookend for this film. There's no way they could script this. Right. Well, um, yeah, I don't know how I don't know that would be really interesting to know which parts were scripted, which were improv, if at all. Yeah, we are going to go much deeper into it in the long form when we get back from the break, so stick around. 88.9's new podcast series, Backspin, the search for Milwaukee's first hip-hop song is now available everywhere. iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, tune in, and at RadioMilwaukee.org slash Backspin. Stream all six episodes now. Support for Cinebuds comes from your membership and Associated Bank, proud supporter of Milwaukee Film, offering support year-round through Milwaukee Film Checking. More about Associated Bank's commitment to Milwaukee Film at associatedbank.com slash mkefilm. Member FDIC. Support for Cinebuds comes from your membership and Steinhoffel's Furniture, fourth-generation family-owned furniture and mattress retailer serving southeastern Wisconsin since 1934. Steinhoffels offers leather and upholstery, dining and bedroom furniture, plus fireplaces and mattresses. Online shopping at steinhoffels.com. Oh, we are back. Oh, that's unfortunate. Felt good. Yeah. <laughs> it felt good for me to say it loud, and uh, it felt good for you to make farting noises. Yeah. I that's, am, that's kind of us. If anything. I, I am proclaiming loudly. And, uh, and I'm making fart noises. All right. I'm a Give very me. mature gentleman. Well, let's talk about this very serious movie. Give me a <laughs> <laughs> so um, going into this movie, let's start this. For me, yeah. this movie started three years ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because um, the writers, Alice Austin and Krill, he's got a Russian oh, yeah, last got name. It. I got it. Uh, Krill Mikhanovsky. Mikhanovsky. Yeah. Um, they wrote this at 88.9. Yeah. They, I mean, we can see it from, we're in Studio B at 88.9 right now, and um, there's a, a cafe here, Stone Creek, and they wrote this in that cafe, like, every single day for a year. That's really cool. And it was nuts because um, I'd see them every day because I exist here. Right. And uh, um, you just, like, you know, they were loud yeah. And they were like physical and there would be times where like they're obviously working something out. I was like, what is going on here? Yeah. And uh, they also like were very eager to talk to, you know, a place where they could get press for this movie. Yeah. And uh, um, so they, you know, talked to me and a bunch of other people that work here and they were like, yeah, we're making this movie. And I was like. You, yeah. When you see it in that stage, sure, you know it's like if anyone comes up and says, oh, "I'm making a movie," you're like, I, and you don't know them, right? My my vibe is like, I'm sure you are. Yeah, that's that's what it was. Good, best of luck to you. Even working where I work, where I meet people who do, I'm like, what are the chances that's going to happen? Right. But this was, and now after a 10 minute standing ovation at Can at the International Can Film Festival, it is real. It's like that goes from. Cafe to can. <laughs> From cafe to can. That's truly. It. And it was like I when they were doing it and they were like so theatrical and over the time it was like it was like watching it was like somebody said, Yeah, this is how you write a movie. I was like, we need to write a movie. Let's do it. Yeah. And I was like, they this this cannot 
happen. Right. And it has happened. They got a 10-minute stand ovation at Cannes. And then watching the movie, it's so good. It's so good. I cannot believe how good this movie is. I also love the idea that when you think about, oh, you go to a cafe and work on your screenplay, never would I consider that a loud thing that you could do or a thing that you needed to stand up to do. It always seems like a mousy, like, I'm at my laptop. No. But I love the, the idea that they're interacting with each other and getting up and figuring stuff out. It was like, I just remember one time they were, they were like, like, give me more feeling. <laughs> Just like the most cliche they stuff had a, like in the a world. Riding crop and <laughs> yeah. like an eye patch. Yeah. But it is. It turned out so well. I honestly cannot believe it. Um, uh, watching it and then seeing all the the stops in Milwaukee as well. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the place for a minute. Yeah. Because a lot of it is filmed in Milwaukee. I saw Ma Fisher's when they featured s- prominently, and they talk about Ma Fisher's. Yeah. And he's got the hat that says Milwaukee on it. I was like, is that Toppers? And I was like, oh, they're right by the Oriental Theater. And I, they were going towards it in one. I'm like, are they going to go all the way to the theater? But they stopped at Moff Fisher's. Totally understand. Uh, but, yeah, it was really cool to see some of the locales. Yeah. Um, driving down the street and seeing Moff Fisher's and seeing, you know, um, seeing, like, the streets that we live on. Yeah. I, I think for us, it's it's, like, it's such a treat. Yeah. To to know that other people aren't going to get the reference or to Or they yeah, there's just a location. It's just a location and other people have experiences like this when a movie is filmed in New York and they say, Hey, that's I know right, that street, right, yeah. you know, like but we don't because we live in Milwaukee and to yeah. see to be watching a movie and say like, Hey, I go past that place all the time. Yeah. It was like super cool to see that. And I think it's so important for a couple of reasons. A big uh um thorn in my paw. Oh. Is uh, yeah, I'm gonna go there. Uh, is that every movie is oh, where the city is a character, quote unquote? Mm-hmm. This it's no the city is a character. It's New York or L.A. Right. I am so exhausted and spent mm-hmm. with movies where L.A. is a character or oh the city of New York. City. Yeah, we get it. Over a hundred years of film, we get that those are great cities. Now, guess what? There are thousands of other cities that would be really interesting to explore. And I would love for some variety. So there's a movie called Columbus that came out a couple years ago. We had the festival. Uh, It was really enjoyable. And it was like, yeah, let's focus on this. But this, obviously, because we're in Milwaukee, is very exciting to see a movie made from Milwaukee going out into the world, like all over the world, doing really well that actually says Milwaukee on it. Yeah. And then you see a different city. So even if I wasn't from here, I would love to see a movie that's just set somewhere else. Yeah. And it, Milwaukee wasn't, it, it, I wouldn't say that it was a character in no. this. No. It, it wasn't like beautiful shots of, you know, like, uh, you know, Last Black Man in San Francisco. Sure, yeah, it right, was right. Like, it really it's about is San an Francisco, actual character. Yeah. Right. Um, and so it was just shot here, which was which That's what I want. I mean, it doesn't have to be one of those where the city takes up the, the film. Right. But it just still exploring a different space in a film without being constantly referencing the coasts, mm-hmm. it makes me feel better. Let's talk about the writing and acting yeah. Yeah. because I felt like that was the strongest part of this movie. Is that, like, I, I and I think part of it was, like, seeing them write it. It, you know, here, yeah, yeah. and for so much of it to feel like it was unscripted or natural yeah. and just happening. It was, like, see, seeing them write it here, I was like, is it going to be so overwrought and melodramatic? Yeah. It's 
you know, it, it's going to be a film film. Yeah. But this was, it was so, every part of it just felt so, felt so real. Human. And the actors felt like they human, weren't acting. Yeah. And like the whole thing felt like it was being captured, which yeah. is so incredibly hard to do, especially for first time actors and non-traditional actors yeah. to be in scenes and to have people that felt like they were really just going through something. And especially this that happens through the course of a day, something yeah. that's kind of happening in just a little bit fast forwarded time yeah. to have that truly captured feeling was yeah. amazing. The actress uh, plays Tracy. Uh, there's a scene towards the end with her mom telling a story about how Tracy's dad uh, was not in the picture and she starts crying and I was like I did not expect that that woman to like I sensed that that was like just a featured extra almost like she's she didn't really say much all of a sudden she gives this speech where she's crying and it is 100% real Mm -hmm. it felt real and I wasn't expecting it from that it's like if somebody an extra just popped in and gave like Hamlet's soliloquy and you're like wait what yeah you're also going to do this yeah the actors were so great the writing is great, and I I am interested to find out like the writing, how it matches up with if if indeed they were given leeway to like just talk about. Because one thing I noticed with the characters, there was a lot of moments where these people who are in a, like a medically difficult situations or or elderly are often throughout the film giving advice or giving their experience mm-hmm. out loud, and it's one of those things where. It's done in a very respectful way. Like when in most films, it would be like, oh, yeah, this grandpa talking about the war again. It wasn't the right. case. It was like, no, this is how we've lived. Mm-hmm. And it's responded to like with like, oh, yeah, I should listen to you. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting the way that was done where it, I barely even noticed it until the end. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm listening to all this advice. Yeah. This, this guy is ba- bound to his bed. He can't walk. He's you. You society typically would just kind of like, oh, it's something we have to deal with. But no, we're sitting at the bedside listening to at the beginning and the end of the movie. Like, we need to hear what he has to say. And it was so good. So well done like that. It, it was so good. Yeah. I, I would it. also like to give a shout out to the cinematography in it, too. Yeah. Because it was a lot of handheld, you know, like you would expect from a local film. But there was some beautiful shots and, like, lighting in moments that really highlighted what was happening. And I thought that was, again, when you think local film, you have a very prejudiced notion of what that's going to be. Yeah. Uh, if Unless you're in New York or L.A., then, yeah. you, then you're like, oh, I get it. Um, but this was exceptionally done. And on a very small budget, this didn't feel like... Uh, uh, just a, a amateur production. This felt like a perfect. This was a professional production. It really was, and in a lot of movies, the like I loved the character development. Yeah. In this, and doing a movie that takes place over the course of a day, mm-hmm. usually the character development is cartoonish. You know, like you start off with this, and then yeah. like something happens. Um, and over the course of a day, it can seem real unrealistic because your character doesn't really change in the course of a day but the way that it kind of like revealed the characters like the situations that they were in revealed something about them the our our lead character you he was in this incredibly stressful job where he had a lot of people depending on him but he still had so much empathy for these people and he still like really wanted to help them out and really really cared yeah despite the fact that his job was the most stressful job in the world you think a character like that at some point he's gonna snap 
Right. But then you see how and there are he, points where he where he gets frustrated and he'll yeah. yell or something. But you see him throughout. Like he doesn't back down. He still com- tries to complete or does complete his tasks. Like you can see he's committed and loyal. Dima, the character of Dima is a good example. So he's this right away. He's this obnoxious, him. loud insinu- uh, character who's insinuating himself into people's lives that did not ask him to do that. Yes. And he says some things that like, yeah, you he's know? inappropriate. He's yeah. pushy, but he's like all with a smile. And you're like, you're a con man. Like, come on. Yes. So at the beginning, I hated this guy. I'm like, oh, this character is so obnoxious. Same. But then the, the idea that in a day you can learn to love that guy as we go on is really, it's an impressive feat for a movie. Yeah. And you got all the sides of, um, you got like everybody's perspective in this movie, which is so hard because like it starts off yeah. with the driver's perspective. And you just see how, you know, he's being stressed out and, you know, he's got all these people that need him. And then you see it from the people that are depending on him's position too. And you see where they're coming from and they, yeah. they have a life that they're living too. That is dependent on this guy doing his job. And like, you can see where they are frustrated and where they also like find their levity yeah. too. Um, it was really generous to everyone's, um, to being able to see where everyone was coming from yeah. from this movie, which is like super difficult to do uh, when you have like a large group of people in a small space. Yeah, and we're, there's a lot more in this movie than we're talking about. There's also, uh, I don't know if we have time to talk about all of it, but there's also different cultures coming together and clashing and then kind of melting together. And then it's really hard to do without yeah. being so, without being on the nose about that. Right. To say, like, let's. You don't want to do a green book. Right. Yeah. For real. Avoiding the green book. And they did. They avoided the green book. They like, I mean, again, it's a comedy, so it, you get a little leeway. I mean, not a, it's a it's comedy not drama. A comedy. It's a comedy drama, I would it's say. A, it's more of a drama a than drama a comedy. with comedy in it. But it's got, like, it's got, and that's what I really liked about it. It was like, it was a drama, for yeah. sure. But there were parts that were really funny yeah. in not in a laugh out loud way at yeah. all. But like. Well, I disagree. There are moments. There well, were okay, moments. There, there are moments there that I don't, don't want to. I don't want to ruin them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but, no, 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 no. But there are there are moments that are genuinely intended as comedy, and there yeah. are moments that are like funny but tense. So yeah, it's a variety. The great, the fact that we're having this conversation is a is a boon to the movie. Yeah. Because if you see a movie and you're getting these like obviously there's drama and obviously there's funny parts, but if you're like you know, it's comedy, I don't know if it's a comedy or it's a comedy with True. this. That is a sign of a more complicated movie. For sure. So I think that's a good sign. But there, the moment, there was a couple of moments where there was definitely like a party happening. Yeah. And you see all these people you would not have expected to be in the same room together for more than a minute getting drunk and, 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 and singing songs. And it's just a purely joyful scene. It was yeah. really, really good. I really loved the role that music plays in this movie. Yeah. Um, I... Soundtrack and in the film. And in the yeah, film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I'm the music director of a radio station. Music is, like, my life and my job. Oh, I'm Christopher. Nice um, to meet you. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Um, I, I, like, I enjoy music. But I don't, like, love music for music's sake uh, in any capacity, uh, especially, like, in a movie if there is just, like, a scene where they cut to, like, a soundtrack or something. But um, in this movie... Music was just a part of their everyday life, right. which is like how I view music in in my life, and I and the way that it showed the the importance of people singing along, mm-hmm. the joy that that gave them, the like the stress that was relieved from doing it, and uh, um, the way that music pops up here as 
a joyful event or as a therapeutic event or yeah. as a community event or as an um a moment between two yeah, people or say, a larger group not even an event like just on a bus a bunch of elderly russian people they're like let's all sing this song and there's a guy with an accordion, yeah, an accordion. throughout the film yeah yeah I, I I thought it was just a great representation of like all those things that uh, music like does for us. Right. And, uh, and another great example plays. of how these people, even through all these situations that are making their lives very difficult throughout the day, will have these moments of connection. Mm-hmm. Which to me, that the whole film was that, was just like, it's like uh, hell is other people, that kind of theme. <laughs> where yeah. like, oh, but then the whole point is to find those few moments where you can actually connect with other people. That's where it becomes just beautiful. When you're when you're watching this movie and you're like so anxious because there's so much chaos going on, all this tension. So much chaos. Right then is where they give you like a little sweet little connection with people, which is delightful. Also, my mom was in this movie. Not what? literally. Not, Joan? Not literally. Jo oh. Joanne. Joanne. Uh, but there's uh, one of the women looked just like my mom. That is hilarious. And I was like, my mom's not as annoying as that woman. <laughs> so thanks, Ma. Um, give me liberty. It was fantastic, and if you have not seen it, it is premiering on Thursday, which is sold out. Yeah. Um, if you're listening to this after Thursday, there's one on Saturday. Um, yeah, and there'll be and more. There'll be, be more more uh, screenings listed soon, and so we'll show good. this for a bit. Yeah. Um, let's go into if you liked this movie. If you liked this. So one movie that this reminded me of in several aspects was the movie You the Living. Ooh. You know that movie? Yeah, I love those movies. You the Living was... It's my favorite franchise. It's one of my favorite movies. It came out in 2007, was released. Uh, the director is Roy Anderson. Roy Anderson uh, directed a couple other movies that are fantastic as well. Pigeons there was- sitting on a branch... Reflecting on existence. Yes. <laughs> one of the best titles ever for a movie. And uh, he, he does, I mean, well, like one, it's Eastern European and there was mm-hmm. a lot of, um, uh, you know, Russian themes in this one. One of the writers is Russian. So there is like an Eastern European feel about this. Yeah. And just kind of like schlepping through the comedy that is everyday life and finding the humor and music yeah. and in the minutiae. Um, I felt like remind that bit of it. Right. That like, hey, we're just, these are slices of life and things that happen in the day. Yeah. And the things that happen throughout the day are funny and they are, you know, traumatic and they yeah. are light and they are trying. And there are like all this whole spectrum of emotion. I think the movie You the Living and anything directed by Roy Anderson. Um, and honestly, could not be a bigger cosign for this because he's one of my favorite directors of all time yeah. who made some of my favorite movies ever. And I am just realizing this in this moment. But if I, if <laughs> I, was, I, one, am, I was wondering how you just amped up. If I, was I, like, if I am oh, comparing uh, Give Me Liberty to Roy Anderson, <laughs> like, wow, yeah. that, that is amazing because I, I hold him in such high regard and to be one yeah. of the greats of all time. I do uh, see that. Really that. Says a lot about like the, the Roy Anderson films are way, way more absurd. They are, they are more absurd. But, it's a good counter because they do have similar, they, you're right, they do have similar themes and everything, but it's cool to see like a very realistic version and a very absurd version of those. Yeah. That would be a great double feature, I think. Yeah, that's my suggestion. I, I don't think I can top that one. That's a really good one. Um, I do love the movie. Um, I like movies where there's a lot of characters yeah. and you see them interact in different little groups and things oh, like yeah. that. So I do love the movie Anniversary Party. 
Never seen it. Anniversary parties with Alan Cumming and Jennifer Jason Lee, and they also co-directed the film. And they have it's a great cast, and it all takes place also all takes place in one day at a anniversary party for this couple. And you see all their friends come in and how they interact with strangers and friends and then how it progresses throughout the day. They get all drunk and then they go off and these different situations happen and you see how the people connect. Yeah. So, again, very different movie, but the similar things that happen in Give Me Liberty happen in that movie. Also a drama slash comedy, um, but it's got got like an all-star cast of like solid actors. Um, But that's a great movie too, yeah. All right. Give me liberty. Yeah. So be fun. So support. Good. Come out. Support those Milwaukee filmmakers who are killing it. Yes, absolutely. And the, this is the first screening uh, premiere for their uh, their rollout, but it's going to be playing all over the country soon. So we're excited about it. All right. Give me liberty. That's it. Thank you for listening. See you soon. Oh, I got to do that end roll. Oh, yeah. I was like, how do we end this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cinebuds is... Uh, production of 88.9 Radio Milwaukee and Milwaukee Film. It is edited by DJ Kenny Perez. Yeah! Our theme song is from Milwaukee musician Brett Newski. You know, a lot of people think that I sing the opening. What? I also hear that. Like, the first time I heard it, even though you told me, I'm like, are you just, like, saying it's somebody else? Like, It's true. Me and Brett are, like, the same age. We both are, like, the same height. You know, we yeah. are, we're, like... We have a lot of that, Your height really comes through on the radio, well, which I you. find. Uh, but yeah, when I heard it the first time, I'm like, it's like, you know I how in it. movies, when they get somebody to sing a song for an actor, oh they God, always find somebody double? who sounds a little bit like that actor. Yes. Really I think that's what you did. That's what Brett Newski is to me. I am <laughs> Brett Newski. Um, we get handcrafted sonic inspiration from the License Lab. Fanciest. We get support from Steinhoffel's Furniture and from Associated Bank. Thank you. We also get support from our members from Milwaukee Film and 88.9 Radio Milwaukee. We post this to both of our Facebook pages, which we both love reading and following. We love the interaction. Please keep commenting, even if you think I'm terrible. (laughs) And um, uh, that's it. Thank you for listening. That's it. Bye. Bye.